Welcome to the Refuge Project. The Refuge Project is a place that we can have meaningful conversation in a safe place. And we are back. Yeah, we're back. We're back. We are your host, and you know it's the hostess with the mostest. Oh, okay. James. Oh, I'm the mostest? Yes, you're the mostest. Jeez, okay. And you know, the sidekick, the the... (laughs) The Robin to the Batman, Pastor Dan. Why, why, why you put yourself down like this? What is going on? <laughs> You're the mostest, man. I don't like, know. I don't what did know. you tell me right before we started this? What about, were we talking about? You what? were talking about listening to this podcast. Oh yeah, so <laughs> I don't know. Like, and, so I was listening, listening to some music the other day while I was doing whatever, and then like the our, one of our podcasts popped up with the Vellas. They were talking about wor- doing worship music and stuff. And, you know, we get on here and we talk. We don't, like, uh-huh. we don't work. You know, just we came together today. We're like, okay, what we're going to talk about. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. so it's, like, you know, pretty natural. And, like, for me hearing it, it's, like, the first time I've ever heard it. He <laughs> said he's listening to it. He goes, it's actually a pretty good podcast. Pretty good episode. podcast. <laughs> so, basically, he's checked out in all of these podcasts. <laughs> he doesn't know what he's saying. He's paying no attention to any of it. That's basically what he's saying. And he said he's listening to this podcast. He goes, man, these, these are some good points. This is some really good stuff. Whoever's talking to you is pretty yeah, good. Has no recollection of anything. Hey, man, once I move on, my, listen, I'm, I, I'm almost 50 years old. Hard drive's getting full. Oh, yeah. Okay? Yeah, I know about that, man. So, you like, need to back up that info so because... We have to clean, you know, clean the, the, the hard drive, defrag, all those things. Oh, yeah. So some some stuff gets lost. Some gets lost. <laughs> Anyway, it was it was just funny to me. We were talking oh. about that, and uh, also I've got some some peanut butter chocolate cookies on the table. Okay, yes. So th- I definitely made. want to talk about this. Tell me, yeah. So okay. my wife made these cookies last night, and she does this periodically. Will where she'll make a dessert or something just because she feels like it. Just she has some free time. She said, "You know, it'd be fun if I made some cookies or something." And so she'll make them. Um, but then we'll have you know, a dozen, two dozen cookies, and it's just us there. Yeah. So we could eat a cookie a day or two cookies a day, and we'll still be eating cookies for like a week or so. Right. That's not, so good. not a good thing. Not good. And, we, yeah. and, you know, after the second or third day, you're just like, man, I don't think I want any more of these cookies. So she's always, so she'll do this, and then she'll be like, hey, you got to take these cookies here, take them here, bring them with you there, get, get, just trying to get rid of them. So I've got all these cookies that I was going to give to uh, the office staff here, but I forgot to set them out, so they're still sitting on the table. And David is uh, very distracted by this. I am very distracted because, okay, so just to take this back for a second. So I have two sets of clothes. I have my, like, fatter clothes, and then I have a size down from that. I thought you meant, like, you have two pairs of clothes. No, no, (laughs) like, I have some big boy clothes, and then I got, you know, when I'm I'm really, like, on, Uh like, eating right and stuff. Those those kind of clothes. You got your sweatpants. Yes. and (laughs) And you've got your fitted jeans. No, I actually got two sizes. <laughs> okay. All right. So you got uh, these clothes. Yeah. So with the big boy clothes are starting to get tight. You know what I mean? So I had to like back off on some sugar. So he's got a third set of clothes coming in. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm backing off on some sugar. Okay. All right. So James, I asked James, I said, well, they're peanut butter chocolate. So they're a peanut butter cookie with the 
kiss on top. Yeah, the chocolate kiss on the top. And I'm just like, well, is it really sugar if it's peanut butter? Yeah, there's sugar all in it. (laughs) So I wanted to know if I just ate around the chocolate, would that be okay? I don't think it works like that at all. But then that reminded me. Uh Okay, so just say that I'm on a, you know, no carb diet. Okay. Okay. Just say it. No, No, I'm not. I'm not right now, okay. but I have been, and that's the next step. So I always do this in steps. I go sugar and then caffeine and then okay. then carbs, you know. Uh-huh. Um, so, but when I was on really strict, I lost, men like 65 pounds at one time. Jeez. But I was just wondering, it, like, no carbs. Could I just chew the bread and spit it out? You People do that. That's a real thing. Is it? It's stupid. Does it work? <laughs> it's stupid. Do you still get the carb? People do look. What they'll do is they'll no you can, <laughs> no, you didn't eat it, but, but you, you get the taste. Yeah, so you, so I could go. So I could go. You should see the desperate look on. So his I could face go right to now, I could go to Texas Roadhouse yeah, and can, chew one of those biscuits or whatever uh-huh. they have with the honey biscuit yeah, butter and and then that. just spit it out. You and, could ask them for an extra plate that you can just spit all your disgusting chewed and, food on. And it doesn't count. It doesn't count, but everybody's going to judge you as they should. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> no, this is a real thing. Uh, people will do it. They'll, uh, especially in like the, the like. I'm all geeked up now. <laughs> <laughs> but they'll they'll commit. People will commit to these like way too intense diets. Yeah, where they're just craving normal food. Yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so to sati- got a Kit Kat right now. <laughs> to satisfy their cravings, they'll just, you know, they'll do that. They'll eat, they'll put some food in their mouth, chew it up, go, oh, that's so great, and then they'll spit it back out. But you got to have some type of uh, absorption rate. <laughs> <laughs> if, look, if, if you're chewing food and spitting it out and still getting fat, like... <laughs> Something else is wrong, okay? It's not because you chew too much food. It's not it. And it's... it's he's so disappointed. He's trying to convince himself. Yeah, you just eat normal food. Oh, my gosh. You'll be all right. I'm going to have to give me a doggy bag and spit this stuff out you on the side where nobody's looking. <laughs> but it's real. It's so sad, though. People will do that. They'll go to those so extremes. Is it sad? It's sad, man. Is that really sad? Yeah, just have a piece of bread from time to time. It's okay. Oh. It'll be okay. You can have one cookie a week. It's not going to kill you. But it, but I'm like I'm that guy that's all in or yeah. all out. Uh-huh. So you've been eating nothing but cookies for how I, how many years has it been since you bought those pairs of clothes? <laughs> <laughs> just, I got two. Oh. <laughs> I got two sets that just shows eating that I'm like, going to lose weight, but I'm going to gain it back. Uh huh. You know what you should do? You should lose the weight and then throw all those big boy clothes away. No, 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 no. Because that doesn't work because I don't have to buy them again. No. That's <laughs> <laughs> and this is how I know. This is how I know I'll gain too much weight. I don't I don't use a scale. Uh-huh. But I begin to snore so loud, Sandra goes into the other end of the bed. Your body's just like. Yeah, it's just like struggling to breathe. <sighs> yeah. You're just like. Okay, it's time to hey, go to bed. can you get me another peanut butter cookie? <laughs> babe, babe. I was just laying in the bed with all these crumbs. Is there any more rolls left over from Texas Roadhouse? Bring the butter, babe. The cinnamon butter. Just, oh. just like sugary butter. Just sugary fat rubbed on your Listen, roll. I don't. Oh, it's good. I like it. They're good, dude. Take them home. Eat them in bed the next night. Mm. Babe. Uh. 
I love I love the idea. I always find it hilarious of the idea of I'm the sick, dis- I'm sick, of right? the disgusting man just asking his wife for stuff. <laughs> I love that. Babe. <laughs> Sandra's just like, no, nah, if you're gonna eat that, you need to get your own. Yeah. Like I'm not bringing it to you. Yeah, yeah. You gotta put the work in. At least you gotta at least walk up and down the stairs. I feel sorry for people cookie. certain people that, that eat fairly well but still doesn't lose weight. Yeah. You know? Um well, most people that that's the case for, they're not moving at all. Yeah, they're they're they get up, they go, they sit in their car, they drive to their office, they sit at their desk, and then they get in their car, they drive back home and sit yeah. on the couch, and that's it. Hard to burn some calories burn, yeah. when uh, that's your whole life. And this is the this is the tough part of me, for me because like during the summer, I'm out exercising a lot, working, pull yeah. businesses, cranking, we're moving. Oh, yeah. It's hot outside. You sweating it up. Sweating it up, and then so get home. You want to just sit down. But yeah. then, the, then the winter comes. You know, season slows down. There's not as much work. Holidays, mm-hmm. lots of food, oh, yeah. lots of desserts. You know, you put on that that winter twenty. Yeah. Uh, so um, you gotta get your old clothes back chew out and spit. <laughs> Uh, hey, hey, look! If that's what it's, if that's what you want to do, if that's what man, it takes, it's, it's, I mean, listen, there's sacrifices in life. I don't know, man. I, I don't. I mean, there is. I do know that is true. I don't know if that's the. Hang, I gotta grab a Kleenex to wipe the tears out of my. Oh, he's <laughs> he's sweating over here. He's, you know, look at him. Oh. Anyway, yeah, I'll take the. <laughs> I'll take the cookies out of the room if it's going to be that much. No, problem. but but he did slide them behind my computer so I couldn't yeah. see them. <laughs> I'm just trying to help, you know. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! What are we supposed to be doing next? Um. Well, jump uh, right into. We could jump into it. Culture corner. Yep. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Let's go, go first. Let's go first. All right. I got a decent story this week. Okay. It doesn't, invo- doesn't involve animals, <sighs> but it's still a good story. Next week, you need to bring some animals. It's been a while since we've had an animal story. There hasn't been a... A good one hasn't popped yeah, up. Yeah, it's kind of winter, so everybody's kind of chilling, right? <laughs> you know? Hibernation. Hibernation and... Not all animals um, hibernate. Anyway. Okay, so this one, the headline says, Texas woman kidnapped as a baby in 1971 finally found family... Thanks to a family DNA test. Wow, nineteen seventy one. Yeah, so it's been. So she's it's been fifty one years old. Well, I think she's fifty two or fifty three. Okay, so this is what happened. This is a story. Um, she's born, and she's in the when she gets kidnapped, she's twenty two months old. So she's almost two. Wow. And uh, what happened was her uh, her parents had just recently split up and the mom was working i think they said as a waitress and uh, the mom put out an ad in the paper or whatever for a babysitter and uh, this babysitter ends up the the babysitter comes to uh, she has a roommate at the time the mom does and uh, so the mom's at work the babysitter comes picks up the baby from the roommate and just uh, and she's supposed to like watch the kid for i guess the night or whatever and uh, she just takes off with the baby. And so and they never hear from her again or whatever. So the mom, you know, hey, I need a babysitter. 
Bird says, I'll be your babysitter. Picks up the baby, disappears. I'll be your babysitter for life. Yeah, she said, I'll just take that baby real quick. Wow. So they, and so, uh, so that was 1971. So they've been looking for the kid. They've hired uh, private investigators. They've sent DNA stuff to different labs to track, try to track down people. Like, they've done the whole thing. But the way they found the girl is the dad does this 23andMe test, one of those things. <clears throat> and he goes and uh, on his results show that some lady, that he's got three grandkids from some lady that he doesn't know. And so he looks up that lady, and uh, oh. that lady's got the same birthmark that his baby yeah. had and all. And he, he's like, oh, my gosh. So anyway, so he, like, hits her up on Facebook. He's like, I've been looking for my child, like, all weird and creepy. The message I, that they put in here was pretty funny. Uh, but so he hits her up on Facebook. They go meet, and anyway, it turns out that was his daughter. So, like, Whoa. he just, yeah, he does a 23andMe, and it says he's got some grandkids. He's like, what? I don't have these grandkids. Looks into it, look, finds that person. And that was the daughter. Wow. So she, and she's 50, I think. So is the mom, the, the, the babysitter still alive? That one, it doesn't really say. She's oh. just gone. It just kind of says she's gone. But I mean, she, they, she just raised her. Like, girl, she just took the baby and was like, all right, this is my baby. That'd be crazy your whole life. You're like, now that lady's 50 something. She's probably 60 something, 70. Yep. And then you go to prison. Yeah. I think she's dead. I think because mm. it. Thank God for her. It, the the met the article doesn't really say what happened to her or actually it might have yeah it doesn't really say anything crazy Man. but I mean if you're the baby you don't know he's not different. a baby yeah at fifty two or whatever your whole life would just they say hey down. actually you were my kid and somebody stole you like what wow but I mean in the whole article everybody's just pumped to see each other they're all crying and hugging and yeah all that stuff and they're That's all excited. Nuts. Well, you know that happened not too long ago when that uh, that that guy kidnapped that little girl. She was like ten or something, and then like kept her captive in um, the basement. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And then she escaped. One but day. didn't he like molest her and stuff? Yeah, they, and all she that had kind of she had his kids and yeah, all kinds yeah, of stuff. Yeah. And uh, and that's when that that guy mm-hmm. that guy would just like I just saw this white girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is a uh, not that this story is good, but. Uh, I think uh, it was a much different situation. Yeah, than yeah. That story. This one, it seems like everything was just everything so was cool, yeah. except for you know, obviously, she stole the baby. It wasn't her baby, but they just. So what? How do you do that? Like, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want people to think I'm like trying to figure it out how to steal a baby. Or well, anything. this is how you do it. Step one. You, <laughs> but how do you get like birth certificates and roll them in school? Take them to the doctor. You know what I'm know. saying? Like, I mean, I guess you could homeschool them. Um, I mean, there's got to be a way where, like, if I lose my birth certificate, I can get another one. There's got to be a way. Yeah, your mom and dad go down there and get you one. Yeah. Sign for it. <laughs> I know. You come up with a few lies or whatever. I mean. Yeah. It's probably not as, it wasn't as hard back then. Yeah. This was also 71. Yeah, this is pre, they, you know, 9-11 and all that stuff. Yeah. So, oh, wow, man. That's, everything changed in, in 9-11. Like, oh, yeah. the world changed how you identify yourself and all that stuff. So, oh, yeah, for sure. Wow. That is crazy. Can you imagine? Got her back. Yeah. Kind of. Except the parents are in their 70s now, if I remember right. Yeah, but most of those people are like, a lot of, you hear those stories and, and they they were like, I knew that there was something not right, mm-hmm. or I didn't feel like I was like a part of the family. There was yeah, something different. Yeah, I mean, it different. never mentioned that. It never mentioned anything about the kidnapper being 
uh, being bad to her. Or yeah. it, it never mentioned any of that stuff. I never looked like my siblings or, or stuff like that. There was always there's always like I, stories. I don't that, think she had siblings though. Mm. Uh, in this one, she couldn't. The mom didn't have the opportunity didn't say, to connect but another. I kid. would guess. <laughs> I would guess. Yeah, she said one was enough. <laughs> I would guess the kidnapper couldn't have kids for whatever reason. Yeah, that's not like just crazy like one. Selena type stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like right. if nobody can have her, I'm gonna take her. <laughs> No, I think she just wanted a baby oh, really bad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Still not good. Uh, no, but, not, but you, you know that just kind of shows you, like in America, we have so many people, so many kids in like foster care and different things like that. Yeah. That they make it so hard and so expensive. Oh, like yeah. these people are going out and like snatching kids. Yeah, I'm sure. She, I'm, I mean, I don't know anything about this lady, but I wouldn't be surprised if she couldn't have kids for whatever reason. Th- decides maybe I'll adopt a kid goes through some level of all that process. It's not happening, or it's taking so long, or it's going to cost her all this money she doesn't have. Yeah. And she just decided, you know, I'll just take a kid. But <clears throat> my oldest son I adopted, <coughs> which is my wife's son. Uh-huh. So he wasn't like, uh, you know, in foster care or anything like that. But Right. Um, but I adopted him. I gave him my last name. I am his father and he is my son, mm-hmm. but we had to go through a long process of like home inspections and they looked to see how much food that we had in our refrigerator. Mm-hmm. How long and, did it take? Um, several months, Okay, several months. Um, but we were in a, a, a decent uh, place in life where, you know, we didn't yeah. have a lot, but we wasn't indigent, yeah, you yeah. know? Um, and it still was like, Questions, you know, interviews uh, from family members and all these different things. And I I, got to think, like, is it better for a kid to be raised poor and have government assistance uh, in a home that people love them? Or seven, eight kids in a foster home where bad things are happening and maybe like sexual things that might be happening. A lot of these horror stories come out of these homes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like, if you don't have enough money, if you, if you, you don't, you don't make over $35,000 a year, you can't raise, yeah. you know, a kid because you don't have nothing but beans and rice. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the, I think that I've never heard anything good about foster care. Yeah, no, I, I don't think, I mean, there's gotta be some success story out there. But I'm sure I've there is. I've only heard bad stories. Yeah, and I'm it. sure there's really good foster parents. Yeah, right. Sure. That raise that've been raising these kids and one after another and do a really good job with Gotta them. be. Um, but the, even the foster whole thing is broke because like the after these kids turn 18, mm-hmm. the government assistance stops for oh, them. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. now they went from having all of this assistance, helping them grow and helping them trying to get uh, you know ahead in life and all that, and then it stops. Yeah. So that puts the foster parents in a in a weird position because now what do they do? Like they can't afford to raise this kid anymore. So now this kid goes from all this help to just thrown mm-hmm. out in the world. And okay, good good luck. Yeah. You don't have no family. You don't have no support. It's just you out there. You yeah. know. So that's interesting. But hey, so basically, if you want to steal a kid instead, um, all you got to do yeah, just snatch one. You just take go one to Walmart. You say, I'll babysit. And, uh, just wait for a kid that, to be taking yeah. the basket back yeah. while the parents are loading the groceries oh, up yeah, and just snatch one up. And uh, you could get away with it for at least 50 years. Yeah, if you're good. Yep. I don't suggest that. I mean, I mean it's, it's, uh, it just depends on your income level. <laughs> <laughs> it, there's, you know, there's a lot of factors to, to consider. The thoughts of this uh, people of this podcast <laughs> do not reflect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Yes. I got a story. That's Elam Church's stance. Yeah, that is not Elam Church's stance. <laughs> it's not even my stance. I was just being, that was a joke. Can you imagine you going to a church? I'm just going through such a hard time, and I just found out I can never have a kid, and I don't know. I just does God even love me? And the pastor says, "Look, <laughs> you've got options." Then they drop you off at Walmart. There's, I'll pick you up at two thirty. No, dude, go to Target. You don't want those Walmart kids, dude. Go to Target, bro. Get you, get you a better kid than the Walmart kid. What are you, Listen, Actually, you know what? You maybe let's should go, go to Kohl's. You may be, better option than Kohl's. You maybe ought to go to Walmart because some of them kids probably need to get uh, taken out of the situation. Oh my they're in. gosh! Maybe anyway. Uh, we, we ought to go on to your story. What you got, dude? Yeah, we're, we're, not, we're not getting ourselves out of any trouble here. I'm talking about saving kids from Walmart. <laughs> You got left alone at Walmart as a baby? Your parents ain't doing good. They need some new parents. Help them out. If they, them, them Target parents, they're keeping an eye if on If you're their below kid, four actually. returning baskets, then your parents don't love you. You're, you need some new ones. And then take that kid to church with you. Come back. Let them know that Jesus loves them. You know, we're just trying to save the world. Here. No, nothing. <laughs> One big. kidnapping at a time. <laughs> That's all we're trying to do here. Oh my gosh. Anyway, did you have a story or? Yay. Yay is back in the news. Hey, can you tell me what happened? Why do people now, anytime somebody talks about Kanye, they all say, Yay, formerly known as Kanye West. Because he changed his name to. Like yay. legally changed yeah. it? Oh, mm-hmm. that's why. Okay. I didn't know he legally changed it. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He had legally changed his name to Yay. So, supposed to be some uh, spiritual thing that he's going through. So, uh-huh. okay. Uh, but back in the news, Ye is officially running for president. Where's my button, dude? <laughs> he has announced his 2024 presidential bid. Back at it again. Hey, who's his running mate? Well, who- uh, the rapper Kanye West said uh, that he intends to run for president in 2024. Despite facing several scandals oh. over his recent behavior, <laughs> mm. yep. he also claimed that he asked Donald Trump to be his running mate. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, I also heard Donald Trump told him no. <laughs> he uh, he he you know he ran in twenty twenty and it kind of flopped. He had seventy thousand votes though. Seventy? I heard he only had like fifty. Seventy thousand votes. That's a that's a low number though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People yeah. don't know. Yeah, there's a lot of people in the United States. That's an embarrassing. That's how many people number. get kidnapped from Walmart every year. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I, think, I think it's less. I think there's more. Uh, his latest claim in the video posted after uh, Wes was spotted at Trump's Mar-a-Lago Golf Club earlier this week uh, says that uh, he uh, talked to President Trump, who uh, re- recently. Uh, Announced his own uh, re-election campaign. He was most perturbed about the whole thing. Perturbed. Perturbed. Yeah. Uh, in this meeting, claim uh, West claimed that Trump stated basically screaming at me at the table, telling me, I'm going to lose. He's a smart guy. Yeah. <laughs> And he says, has that really ever worked from anyone in the history of presidential runnings? I don't know what that means. Um, so, yeah, Ye is running for president, facing, uh, uh, you know, uh, up 
uphill battle. Yeah, um, you can say that. Bro, how special would that have been? <laughs> Kanye and Donald Trump running together. More or less votes? I think the Trump Trumpsters mm-hmm. would have voted anyways. No, I don't think so. Yes, bro. No. These people that love vote, uh, love Trump love. But the but most Trump. of those people are like middle-aged uh, white people. I, but these people are blind to you who think, Trump is. But you think I think I voted for Trump. I think those people would never vote for Kanye is what I'm saying. I don't know. I don't think these people can see past the Trump flag uh-huh. and the one behind it that says F Biden. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know? Also, I think most of these people don't like, I think it's a much smaller number than people like to add on. They always talk about these diehard Trump supporters and all. Yeah. Most I think most of his votes were people like you and me who yeah. were like I'm not really all that into Trump, but definitely not voting for Hillary. Yeah. There's no way I'm voting for Biden. Yeah. I guess I'll vote for Trump. I yeah. think that was way more people. I agree. I agree. But since then, there's been a really big move because of the way the country has been um, ran. Yeah. And the way that, you know, COVID and things have been um, uh, worked out and all that whole thing that there is even like some of the middle to left are coming over to the right just just because they don't like mm-hmm. that side again. So I think that you'll see a bigger push. <clears throat> now, if I'm honest, you're probably right about yay, right? <laughs> like if they ran together, but 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 it's a fun talk. how like <laughs> awesome would that be? You if it was somebody else's country, that'd have been fine. But you, I mean, this is the greatest <laughs> country in the world. You have a rapper. An unst- a mentally unstable and a mentally, rapper. Yeah, and a mentally <laughs> unstable. <laughs> what do you call these guys? Uh, uh, you want to call them real estate agent? <laughs> I mean, no. What was the what was the reality show oh, host? Oh yeah, 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 reality star. Yes. Well, actually, they're really two reality stars. Wow. Both of them. That'd have been so beautiful. I mean, if we didn't have to live there. Yeah. But the, I mean, do you know how good comedy would have been? Oh, he can still be. Can, oh. Oh. I mean, he's running. It's still gonna. There's gonna be some jokes. Yeah, but you know, but the friendship that's gonna yeah. be lost between the two. Oh, it sounds like they've already lost it. I think. Yeah. You know, Trump tried to give him some good advice. Yeah, Don't you're, run. You're gonna lose. You're gonna lose. And Kanye said, <laughs> the, "I'm doing it anyway." Kanye should have waited. Yeah. This is my opinion. Uh-huh. Kanye should have waited. Got behind Trump. Mm. Supported him. Sure. You know, got a lot of the, um, you know, black votes, uh, a lot of that stuff, you know, flowing that way. Mm -hmm. And then four years run on his own Mm -hmm. and then have Trump do the same thing for him. Mm -hmm. That would have been the smartest thing to do. Yeah. And then really let a lot of this, you know, uh, the Jewish things die down Mm -hmm. and let him recover from a lot of, you know, his things that, that have been going on. Because America, man, America is like me. Once the podcast is over, they move on. <laughs> That's what you're going to say. America's like me. They have multiple pairs of clothes <laughs> for, all, for all their different sizes. <laughs> you never know what size you're going to be. You We're don't. a forgiving country. Yeah. You know, we? time heals Dude. a lot. <laughs> We're a forgiving <laughs> 
Are we? I don't know about that one. I think we are. I think the most people in America are. Okay. I don't think the loudest people in America are. Yeah. But most people. I think forgiving is not the right word. I think it's more forgetful. Forgetting, yeah. Yeah, we're because very there's, forgetful. Because there's so much information that comes out so fast oh, yeah. that you can't keep up with all of it, so we do forget. Oh, yeah. Especially when your heart drops full. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, for sure when your heart drops full. That's, that just shows you how smart I am. I have a lot of stuff up there. Do you? The problem is <laughs> indexing it. Yeah, 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 you just can't find it. You just can't find it. You're you trying to find that information about that story is like digging through an old garage. Well, and that's the problem. The, the computers when I was born was way different than they are now. Yeah, you know, I'm still I'm still running on five hundred and twelve megabytes. Up, whatever. Yeah, you got to hear what I hear. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. You youngsters, you're on pro. Yeah, y'all running on fiber and stuff. This is funny because in reality, you are the way more techie guy <laughs> than me. And I'm the guy who's got like. Uh, so there you go. America, there's your future. That's it. You get to have Kanye. But yeah. not, not. Not only. Not, not both of them at the same time. No, no. You got you to gotta oh, pick man. one. To, I need Elon to run. Who, uh, who runs for the Democrats? It's not going to be Biden. They keep saying it. It's not going to be him. Or let's just, for the sake of argument, Biden's decided he's not going to run. Who runs? I don't even know. Who who can do it? Everybody's quitting over there. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's like bowing out because they don't want to have to deal with the backlash of the way America's crashing right now. So they're like, I'm out. If I'm out, I'm out of the mm. the public eye. You can't blame me. Yeah. Fauci, that other crazy... What, whatever yeah, he her quit. name is. He's finally done. Yeah. Um, the Speaker of the House, what was her name? The one that got, her husband got hit over the head with a hammer with the, yeah, the neck of do. Pelosi, yeah. yeah. Um, like, these people are, I mean, like, I don't know. I don't even know who, who who's running over there. I would really like to see the guy, uh, and, and we don't talk politics, because obviously uh, we don't know politics. We don't Our know political who. stance is Kanye and Trump should run. Yeah, 2024, yeah. baby. <laughs> If DeSantis runs DeSantis, for the Republicans, that, does he win? <laughs> if DeSantis what? If he runs for the Republicans, does he win? I think he does. I think so too. I think he would beat out Trump. I think he. Would, but I think I think he would easily beat out Trump. I think he's smart enough though to wait. Yeah. To let Trump. Do you get think this. he even will run? Yeah, I think he will after Trump so gets out of the way. All right, here it is. Here's my predictions. I think he runs. This is 2024. Yeah. Really? I think DeSantis runs. Um, he waits at DeSantis least. DeSantis? I think. And he, Kanye? No. No, no. I, no, I don't no. think he picks up Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I think he runs. I think he beats Trump by way more than people are expecting him to. Because I think, again, I think at least half of Trump's support, at least, probably more, but at least half are people like, more like you and me that are just like, I'm not super into him, but. He's, yeah, we can't vote for the other I side. I can't vote for the other side. So if you give them DeSantis, who most of them seem to really like, I think I think he'll easily beat Trump. Yeah, I mean, you can't really— And right now, the Democrats don't even have—like, we don't even—they have nobody to even <laughs> to even run at all. Yeah. So he'll easily beat Biden. He'll you know who I'd like to see run for— um, Same with Kamala. Just oh man, smash! Kamala. I would like to see what's her name from Hawaii. The oh, Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard for, run for the left. Yeah, but, but I don't think they'll let her run. They nah, already like she. I think she just like like stepped away from the Democratic Party. She's she's more of a uh, what do they call it now? Libertarian. Libertarian. Yeah. yeah. I think is she still um, 
doing politics in Hawaii? I can't remember. I don't know. I don't know. I think she's done over there. But if it wasn't for her stance on um, on uh, abortion, I think I'd vote for her. Yeah. yeah. I think I would still vote for her overall. Yeah. I think she's got more things that I agree now, with. Now I that – and this, we're going, I know we have a lot of Christians listening, so I've got to be careful. <laughs> but now that the uh, abortion is like – at the state level that we get to, mm-hmm. you know, do it there. I think it, it it would be hard for me not to vote for her over Trump. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, if she ran, but I, I don't know if she will run. Um, no, I don't think she is. And listen, she already- I'm, listen, I'm saying all of this without doing any research people. Like <laughs> I, I don't want to, Oh, pastor David wants to vote for, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, pro pro, you know, Life or whatever it is, or no, 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 it's pro choice. Pro choice. Yeah. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying it. Let him know. Everybody, relax. Don't fill the comments up. But he is saying that that he will. He does recommend kidnapping children. <laughs> if you can't have no a more baby, than seventy thousand a year, only if you can't have one on your own. That's right. And you don't have the money to yes. adopt one legally. That's it. That's the only time he's saying you should do it. This is James saying that I said. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, that's yeah. a, that's our political talk. That yeah, was pretty and, fun. and this is we never uh, get to talk politics. We don't talk because we're funny. obviously <laughs> don't know where we're talking. Because we're about. obviously way smarter than everybody else. <laughs> because we're obviously telling people to go kidnap people. I, that was you. Man. <laughs> I, I was trying the whole time to tell you that wasn't a good idea. I said, dude, they're not going to vote for that. <laughs> they're not going to go for it, dude. You got to go, You got to tone down the kidnapping. You didn't, uh, you didn't see me putting my, you know, I was doing this whole thing. Yeah, they like, can't see that. I know. I was, they can't see it. I was giving them the little the, yeah, the as hand you by was, the neck. As you was telling them how thing. what I felt about it. Yeah. I was like, dude. <laughs> All right, I got a song for y'all today. Lecrae, Good Lord, featuring Andy Minio.
what you doing here? I got a half a mind and hit you with a Stitch your get up off the wall, go on, get it moving here I'm just catching the vibe I told the ballet, take your time It might get a ride I'm floating through the front door My mind is tied Good Lord, mama You know you're looking divine I had to turn around Double take Take a look at that Girl, you got good taste Where you cooking at? You can mingle with the cool kids I'm out here sweating Like a preacher in a pool pit Even when I'm down back I know how to bounce back I know I got her And she look good, don't she? On top of that, she good for me Made me wanna say And even though I got plenty If I'm down to my last penny, I still got it. I know I got it. I know I got it. Even when I'm down bad. Yeah, I know how to bounce back. Cause you know I got it. Good Lord. LeGray and Andy Minio. That's kind of a jam, man. I need to go back and listen to the, the lyrics. But um, mm-hmm. you know what I like, man? I like Christian men that do songs about their wives. Oh, yeah. And talk about how hot they are and oh, how they yeah. still make them move and mm. still move them inside. Mm. You know, every time my wife gets dressed or even puts pajamas on, oh, man. I, she walks past <laughs> and I'll whistle at her. <laughs> you know? I so, can't whistle, so I don't uh, I just do some cat calls, you know? Yeah, you do some tasteful cat calls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just to let her know, man, yeah. that I, uh, you know, I'm still into her, you know, 20 years later. Got to. Um so when I hear Christian guys do songs like that, because as Christians, sometimes we feel like we have to only do Christian music and if we're not holy enough. But, man, we need we need things that, like, we need to hear other men talk about their wives, too, that, that kind of help us, guide us into saying, hey, man, it's okay to, you know, let our wives know how beautiful they are. And yeah. um, especially in hip-hop culture, mm-hmm. you know, where – Women's are bees, and mm-hmm. you know, and they're they're not always talked to about into the uh, the best you know realm or whatever it may be. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I I enjoyed the music. I thought the music was produced very well. Um, I will have to uh, go back and listen to the lyrics. I was looking at. Uh, I was trying to see what label he was on, and uh, um, because that's like a James Brown sample yeah. that he's using, and. Uh, you know, that wasn't cheap <laughs> to oh, get no, to no, use no, no. that sample. Nah. So I was like, who's paying for him yeah. to use these James Brown samples? He's paying for it for self. He's, he's yeah, he's on, on his own label. His own label. label. So, and they've own. done real, they've done real well. He's the biggest Christian hip hop label. Yeah. Um, has been for 15 years now, mm-hmm. um, maybe 20 years. And uh, so he's, he does pretty good for himself. I also am curious as to where uh, all the other instrument sounds, where he got those from. Yeah. I imagine a lot of that was sample stuff too. So. I'm pre- pretty sure it was. He has um, several uh, producers on staff. Yeah, that that are assigned to Reach Records. So he has, you know, a lot of very talented guys that you know work for him and his guys. So. Yeah, for sure. Yep, very good. So we played Lecrae because I was listening to a um, uh, Sway in the morning. <clears throat> a and uh, and uh, Lecrae was on there. I don't normally listen to Sway. But uh, Sway goes back a long time to uh, Christian hip hop. Uh, he it had to be fifteen years ago when we were doing a uh, award show. We have, we done an award show for Christian hip hop in Houston for many years in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, King uh, when King King's Camp was heavily involved in that. Even before that. Um, Train Nine was doing it, and uh, Sway came out, and 
Sway's always kind of been like a religious dude, but he's always been in in uh, you know some of the the mainstream hip hop. So he, I, it's one of those things like you know I'm Christian, but I'm not yeah. you know, doing the Christian thing. Anyways, um, but he came out to one of them. He was he hosted one of them. Mm. Um, uh, Trey Nine got him to come out and host it, and uh, he said this is what hip hop is missing. Mm. When he came out and hosted uh, Christian Hip Hop Awards, wow! And uh, so uh, he's always had the Christian guys come on his platform and gave him a platform, a national platform. Um, I think he's his platform is Sirius XM. Yeah, um, you know he's a you know uh, a staple in New York hip hop. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's from originally from I think Anaheim, uh, California. So he has a huge following in, to let guys like Bizzle and and Lecrae and Andy Minio and a lot of these guys come on this platform does a lot for the Christian hip hop culture. Um, so he, Lecrae's been on there just about every, in the last probably six or seven years, he's been on there every time he has the album come out, he brings them on. Nice. Um, so, you know, it, it's very cool that he has that. Um, but as I was watching Lecrae, I tried to keep up with hip hop uh, still. I, does, I don't listen to it as much as I used to just because, getting old man the new hip-hop is not cool to me uh but i like to follow some of the guys that i've you know that i've you know met and done ministry with and, mm-hmm. and the crazy one of those guys um and a guy called in and asked lecrae a question and i want to let the question we'll play the question and let uh lecrae respond and then we'll just kind of talk to it a little bit question is this what does it take for you guys like you canon bizzle Derek mine and all you guys to get out and i don't want to say make christian i don't know if i'm using terms correctly make christian rap more out there like if these kids can be about their heads to um uh, all these this rap this mumble rap going on why can't they listen to hip-hop music is it because the avenues are not open to you guys and the platform you got the, the you know the status that you're at you can't make that happen oh you want me to be real can I be yeah. real? All right, I'll be real with you, my guy. So, end of the day, if you want to make a record, if you want to make a record about killing animals, they're not going to play that. They're not going to push that. You want to make a record about, uh, you know, raping women, they're not going to play that. But you want to make a record about killing your own people or selling drugs to them, for funny, they'll let us play that. You want to talk about your faith, they like, nah, we're not trying to. That's why I love it up here as a citizen on the morning show swaying in the morning because they play my music they'll play our music so a lot of it is is based off of what these labels they they invested in in a lot of the low vibrations uh-huh. and because they invested in that they want that to play when you start talking about change and impact and impacting your community and seeing them transform and so on and so forth a lot of times that does not get the push and and just like anything else when kids get used to eating candy they don't want no good food mm. you know what I'm saying so if we keep pushing candy on them they're not going to want a steak. They're not going to want nothing good to them. So, so honestly, it ain't about us. We're doing our job. You know, Cannon, Bizzle, myself, we're doing our job. But it comes down to, you know, uh, the support of industry. It comes down to a lot of different organizations and different things. And people like yourself on a grassroots level just spreading the word and telling, every, you know, telling everybody to support. Yeah, buy their music, Carl. Quit complaining. Yeah. You're a <laughs> citizen. Go ahead. All right. So... And I don't want this to I don't I don't want this to be a, a hip hop culture discussion. I think this is a, a bigger thing. Uh, it's a, a a Christian entertainment discussion. Sure. Um, and I think Sway said something said something there very 
uh, very helpful because I remember when I was like deep into to Christian hip hop um, when we had the label and everything that I would buy like these guys album they would come out and i would buy it you know i would go to these these hip-hop shows and and we would let everybody set up tables to try to sell their stuff even if they were performing or not you know if you can bring a table and you have something to sell and i would buy that stuff you know and they would sell it for seven dollars or five dollars and i would just go around and i would try to buy as much as i could buy Mm -hmm. because i know that it was being invested back you know they're gonna they're gonna use that money to make their next album uh but you hear a lot of like Man, I don't watch them Christian movies because the acting is terrible. Yeah. Well, it's because they can't afford no good actors. <laughs> and it's because you won't yeah. watch it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's hard to watch it. Yeah. So it's one of those things like we have to we have to kind of change our mindset about how we go about these things uh, to really, like, if you ever watch the old movie, okay, so, whoa. Almost knocked the whole microphone over. So a guy was telling me the other day that he wanted to, his his daughter wanted to, did I say a guy told me the other day that it's not so. how it happened? Yeah, yeah. Try it again. I, Just take it from the top. Okay. I was listening to a guy talk on YouTube. He wasn't nice. talking to me. No, okay. Gotcha. Um, but he was like, he, he was excited about uh, letting his daughter watch the old Jaws. Ah, okay. You know, and he was watching it. And as he was watching it, he was, he was just like, this movie is like pretty terrible, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But in, in his time, that was, was amazing. Like, it was amazing. The special effects was like off the chart yeah. and all those things, but it took a little while to get to the, the Marvel movies mm. the way they are today, you know? Um, and I think that like, if, if we don't somehow invest in Christian stuff, um, it's always going to be terrible. Yeah. If we don't take chances um, in, in Christian stuff, then it's always going to be terrible. Yeah. Um, so at some point, we have to be like, like uh, Sway said, we have to be the grassroots. Yeah. You know, we have to kind of go through and, and uh, you know, the old saying when I was younger, we have to blaze the trail. You know, if somebody doesn't blaze the trail, then, then we're all going to be walking through the woods. You know, and at some point, who wants to blaze that trail? Lecrae's, um, he's a trailblazer. You know, he, he took he took the heat for all Christian hip hop. He's went out there and he's done stuff right and took the heat and he's messed up. And he'll be the first to admit, man, maybe I should have done some stuff that I shouldn't have done. Um, but because of that, now everybody... Um, Everybody else is basically, you know, able to do some different things and get there faster and and, and those type of things. Um, so what is your feelings about the kind of some of the things that he says is like why industry doesn't allow more positive stuff to to be promoted in the bigger bucks and the bigger companies and record labels and, and movie productions to, to kind of be behind yeah. some of the more positive things. Well, it's just like anything, you know, they're just trying to make money. So <clears throat> if it's going to, you know, if people are buying it, they'll sell it, you know, and if they're not buying it, they're not going to invest in it. And uh, like you say, most people aren't the, uh, the audience for Christian music, Christian hip hop and all, it's way smaller than the audience for, just secular hip hop and rap. 
So what what about to the point where he go? Uh, they're not going to play anything about killing dogs, but mm-hmm. they'll push an album of people killing people. Yeah, which I mean, yeah, it doesn't sound good, but uh, people are buying it. You yeah. Know? So like, if you go if like thing like NWA or like any of those like original like gangster rap people, right. like they didn't originally want to push that stuff. They didn't want it at all, but. Uh, they had such a following uh, and people were like demanding it that they're like, you know, they gave them deals and they started pushing it and all That's because people wanted to listen to it. Uh, they don't, they don't care. They're not, <laughs> they're not like too morally this or that. They just, they're just trying to make money like everything else. And then to the point of, um, you know, nobody's buying it. So there's no, like they can't afford good actors kind of a thing. Like since nobody's doing it, it's not that good. Uh, we don't have the money to make it good because nobody's buying it and watching it all. Um, I mean, if you just even think about, like, hip-hop, though, like, when it started, it was just people, like, nobody was putting money into it. You know, it was people just throwing parties themselves, scratching on a couple a uh, couple deck record players, and they were just out there doing their own thing. And right. they did it so well that people were drawn to it, and, you know, it blew up into what it is today. It, somebody didn't just come by and, like, put a bunch of money into it and then it was good. It was like right. they just did it because they loved it and were passionate about it. And, and most music's that way, right? That's how it, I mean, that's how it is with, like, everything. Most so, music is, is from a passion, or most art. I wouldn't even say music. Most yeah. art is from a passion of somebody, and then because it becomes the passion had grown, then the, then the money came. Yeah, I mean, if you've got a bad idea or a bad business plan or, you know, bad, like, just throwing a bunch of money at it doesn't make it good. Yeah. It might make it a little less bad, maybe for a while, but it's not going to be the next big thing. You yeah, know? you hear these, uh, you hear athletes <clears throat> talk about, you know, uh, when when they make it right. Then they have mm-hmm. all these people they have to bring with them, mm-hmm. and they're just like passing out fifty thousand dollars of this guy for his idea, and then a hundred thousand for this idea, and then the guy asks him like, how many of those businesses are still running? And it was just like none of them. Yeah, right, because. Just throwing money at it doesn't make it successful yeah, so a lot or sustainable. Of, yeah, so a lot of people, especially if you're like a low-level or like an entry-level artist or something, you know, that's one of the things they like to complain about. You know, well, I don't have the money to I – don't, I don't have the money to go get in a nice studio. I don't have the money for the nice gear, I don't, you know, whatever it is. But uh, it's just – I don't think it's a good enough excuse. You know, it's definitely easier if you have some money, uh, but – like people are doing it without it. There's always somebody who's got a tougher situation out there than you that's doing better than you. Yeah. It just is. And like the best stuff out there, like, I mean, just like I said, the hip hop, the rap, that's like the most popular form of music in America right now right. is rap music. And it's not because anybody decided to put a bunch of money into it. It's because people just liked it and they just kept doing it and got as good as they could at it, you know? Yeah. Uh, two things on that. First, I think anything that touches uh, who you are is going to be successful as far as music. Like if people can sure. feel it, they can understand it, they can uh, see see it in their own lives, in their own culture, in their own neighborhoods. That's going to it's going to move emotion, mm-hmm. right? Um, to your other point, where where you said like, uh, you know, if you're bad at something, it's not going to sell, right? Yeah, I remember having conversations with hard conversations with. Uh, people that were spending their whole checks trying to make music Mm. and uh, they were never going to be good. Yeah. You know, and it was one of those things that like, um, as a mentor, as you know, a friend, 
that I think more of that needs to happen where you sit down and you're just like, hey, man, I know that like you love to do this and it's your passion and all that, but maybe you should slow down. Like you're, this is not something that you're going to be – yeah, you're going to be good at. Yeah, I've know? heard people talk about that. Uh, one of, one of the things I liked, I heard somebody, uh, what is his name? It doesn't matter who his name is, but I heard this guy once. Uh, he was talking about that. He was like, "It's okay if your passion is just a hobby, right? Like it doesn't, you know, if you if you like playing guitar, like it's okay that you go play guitar at that place in town once a month, and you know, or whatever, twice a twice a month, whatever. Right. Like, it's okay to do that and enjoy it and have a good time with it. You know, just because you're not going to be the next Jimi Hendrix doesn't mean that you have to stop playing guitar right. or whatever. And I thought that was a good thing because a lot of those people, like you were describing, they're like, they're putting everything into Everything it. in it. And, and they're it, like putting their their future, you know, at, at risk. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, a lot of those uh, like if you're trying to make it in the arts of some kind, you're trying to start a business, whatever, like you know, most of the time you got to put. You got to. You got to. But you have to have people around you, man. You have to have people around you that you trust, <clears throat> that uh, that you can trust, that you go to and just like, hey, man, like, evaluate this for me, uh-huh. you know? Um, and that's the greatest thing about being married and, and having, you know, someone that you can trust, that's smart, that sees things from a different point of view, um, that you can go to and just say, hey, man, where are we at on this? You know, you can checks and balances for each other. Yeah. Um, we had that in, in, in our group, you know, we had, uh, Vaughn, myself and a couple of other guys that we all came and we all had, uh, different strengths. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because of that, we could also hold each other accountable in different areas. Right. Yeah. Uh, so that's, 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 um, that's a, that's a good thing. Getting back to Lecrae. Um, I think that, we have to be careful when we say that, uh, especially in the Christian arena, that how come we are not on the same level as them? Mm. Whatever them is, yeah. as Christians, um, we don't work on the same clock as the world. And I think a lot of times when we talk about us versus them, it's it's not it's it's not it's two different games it's like baseball and football sure they're not going to come together and play in a world series against each other yeah right um because we live in a, in a different realm it's a, it's a spiritual versus natural and i think a lot of times we get caught up and we think that we're supposed to be on the same platforms we're supposed to be signed by the the same uh you know, groups and, and do the same kind of things that, that they're doing. And I, and I think a lot of times that that also can hold us down and keep us from doing what God has called us to do. Yeah, that's a good point. I think there's, I think there's a time and place for all of it. You know, uh, if I was a, if I was a rapper, I think it'd be awesome. If I was a Christian rapper, I think it'd be awesome to be on like Lecrae's label or something. Right. And he, from what I understand, he's building like a pretty decent size uh, I don't know, following or whatever right. with his label. Um, but I think there's also a place for people to have positive music that's on the secular know, side, universal records or whatever, right. you know, um, you think about like their, their <clears throat> distributions by done by a bigger company. Yeah. Right. You know, they have their own record label. The, all the creative stuff is controlled by them, but their distribution yeah. is done by, you know, a universal. Or I mean, I think like you that. need, you need the Stephen Curtis Chapman 
yeah. on KSBJ. You need that, and I think you need uh, what's the name of those people? The newsboys and all them. Well, they're still pretty, pretty on the Christian side. Oh, right. uh, oh, you're talking about kind of the yeah. You need the people in the middle. I'm yeah. thinking of a band, and I'm blanking on their name, but. It doesn't matter. You need the, those people too. I think you need them all. You know, like you look at Jesus. He he didn't just come preach to the Jewish people. Like he went and sat down with everybody. Right, he right. sat down with the prostitutes. He thought, you know, you need everybody there. But it's there. I think there's a time and place for all of it. Yeah, I gave you a scripture. So let's pull that scripture up and let's just let's read that and see how it it uh, really kind of goes with what we're talking about here. Yeah. So it was First uh, John two fifteen through seventeen. This is the NIV version. It says, "Do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, uh, love. Wait. If anyone loves the world, love for the Father is not in them. If anything is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life comes not from the Father, but from the world." The world and its desires pass away, but whoever does the will of God lives forever. Yeah, so I, I think that's exactly what we're talking about right now, that we're not we're not supposed to be the same. Mm-hmm. Not saying that we're not supposed to be in the culture, we're just not supposed to be of the culture, mm-hmm. right? Because just like you were saying, that that's what brought that scripture to my mind is when you were saying Jesus was going out and he was with the prostitutes, he was with the uh, the, the the tax collectors and all those people that um, we're supposed to be within them, mm-hmm. right? That's why they call the church the light of the world. Um, so if we're not supposed to be drawing them in there, then we don't understand who they are. Um, but the problem is when we have the lust, what was that? The lust of, read that part of it. The, 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 the two lusts. So the lust the of pride. the flesh, the lust of the eyes and the pride of life. Yeah. So we're not supposed to be in the world where the, the lust of the world, the things that this world has to offer, um, uh, makes us have those dopamines, mm-hmm. right? Um, and, and get off on those things or, or the, the sexual perversion of the, the lust of the eye and, and the, uh, the gold and the silvers and all that. And then and um, the, the pride of light, right? Pride of life. Uh, pride of life. Um, just being proud. Just being proud of things, you know? And I think that when this guy is asking Lecrae this, uh, this question, uh, he's looking at it from... A secular perspective hmm. and I think that's kind of what gets Christians sometimes in in a lot of trouble is that we look uh, through the scriptures from a secular perspective instead of a godly perspective yeah and we want wonder why that that the word that we're reading is not applying and it's not coming to fruition in our life because that's not the way God intended it hmm. um so when we say, hey, how come we're not getting the same shine from these type of people is you're praying for that, but that's not how God intended it to be. God had intended it for you to do your thing on certain platforms. And then he might give you, you might be a Lecrae and you might be on Sway, but the majority of the people are not. Yeah. You know, the, um, the majority of Christians are... Um, the majority of the Christians are, are teaching Bible stu- Bible study on a Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. You know, they're doing a, a home group on on a Tuesday night. They're they're not um, 
They're not Joel Osteen. They're not Joel Osteen, you know? And and that's good that we have those people mm-hmm. because we need we we do need the banner yeah. flying. Uh, to let everybody know, hey, the hospital is open, mm-hmm. right? But then we also need the majority of the people working inside the hospital for when the people come. Yeah, I think that's you know the last the last uh, verse that we read. It says, "The world and its desires pass away, but whoever does the will of God lives forever." And uh, I think that's that's the thing. The will, you know, what's His will for your life? Is His will for you to be that mega church pastor, or is it to be, you know, the Sunday school teacher? of those three people at right. the church for, or whatever it is. And I think it's the same thing with like the music stuff we're talking about, you know, is his will for you to be the, uh, you know, the praise and worship leader, the, uh, the KSBJ guy, or is it for you to be a more, you know, crossover secular thing to reach those people? Right. I think a lot of people get, um, they'll use the verses where it talks about Jesus sitting with the prostitutes and sitting with, you know, the sinners and whatever. They'll use those verses as an excuse to like be in places where they shouldn't be. And they'll be like, you know, well, God didn't come to heal the, the doctor, whatever the, you, the sick people need a doctor or right, like that right. kind of stuff, you know, like the one girl that was stripping for Jesus. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, she yeah was out you know? there stripping so she could minister. So to they'll, those they'll use that stuff too. And, uh, you know, somebody has got to minister to those people, yeah. you know, but maybe that ain't you. You know, yeah. you, you got to be honest with yourself and what's the, what's his will for your life. And, uh, I think if you're doing that, you know, you'll be all right. Yeah. I mean, I, but I most think... people can't be honest with themselves and all the same, the same people that are like, no, I'm gonna, they're spending their whole check trying to get that music career going and it's just not happening. You know, a lot of, they're not being honest with themselves, you know, but sometimes you also have those same people that do the same thing. And, you know, a decade from now, you know, everybody's looking back saying, Hey, I was wrong. You know, you were you were right. I'm glad you kept going. Yeah. Uh, but you just gotta you gotta be in tune with what his will is for you. That's and right. Um, I think that like the scorecards are different, and we we look at certain scorecards and think that we should be that way. I mean, if if God called me to be a pastor of a community church of 50 people, mm-hmm. and then you and then as that pastor, you're looking at Olstein and going, man. Uh, I'm doing something wrong because God's greatest call is to have a church of 40,000. Mm. That's not the way it is. Yeah. You know, the scorecards are not the same for it's, each and every individual. It's also the opposite. <clears throat> you know, maybe he did call you to be the pastor of that 10,000 member church or whatever. And maybe you're at a church that's got a thousand people or whatever. And you can look at the people of the churches that only got a hundred members or 20 members, you know, and you can be like, Hey, I'm, pastor in a big church i am doing what right. i was supposed to do but god had this other bigger plan for you that you didn't step up to i think you're going to be held just as accountable yeah, as the officer sure. you know yeah i think that when when god calls us in our life we are supposed to do the very best that we can at every step mm-hmm. and um at some point uh either god's going to open the door or he's going to give you satisfaction of where you are yeah. You know, he's going to give you peace and understanding that he that there's 50 people in the audience right now that need your full attention. Yeah. Um not everybody needs full attention. Mm. You know, not everybody needs somebody that constantly pats them on the back and saying you're doing a good job, keep it up. Mm-hmm. Um they they, need, they do need discipleship, but some people need more of a one-on-one than then other people, I got a, a guy coming in Thursday to, to to meet with him, and um, 
you know, he just kind of basically told me that, you know, he'd been praying about it and he, he, he really feels like that, uh, that he should be sitting under my authority. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see where that goes, but you know, some people like, I don't get that very often, yeah. you know, but he feels like this time of his life that he needs to be sitting under someone's authority, which is great, you know? Um, but the majority of people are not that way. The majority of people are going to want to just kind of figure things out on their own and, and do that thing. So, um, Joel Osteen can't do that. Yeah. You know, Joel Osteen's not, he's not, he's not, uh, he doesn't have enough access to the people where somebody can walk up to him and say, Hey man, God told me to do this. Yeah. Now I'm sure he has inner circles and different things where people can mm-hmm. do that. Um, but there's, you know, there's, um, when I was when I was in the secular the secular world at, at my previous job, there was this lady that would sit and she would put millions of bottles on the line a year, mm-hmm. the empty bottles, you know, uh, and they would go on the line, they would get filled by whatever fluid is, and the captain sent out to all over the world, mm-hmm. um, and. Uh, we, I always, you know, used to talk to her and just like, hey, do you want to do anything else? Like, man, you do such a good job here. Um, and I would almost beg her to do something different, mm-hmm. you know. And then my mentor says, if she says no, encourage her to do it. But if she says no, we need those people. Yeah, somebody we, can put them bottles. Somebody out. has to put the bottle. And she's doing an amazing job, and she's satisfied with that in her life. And that's where, you know, she was called to be. We need excellence there. We don't only need excellence at the top. We need excellence at every position along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that just really, you know, um, just really just, you know, kind of touched my heart in all areas of, because you know, the whole time that I've been climbing the, you know, the, the ladder in, in, you know, at work or whatever, I always, I'll, they bring these gurus in, you know, mm-hmm. and okay. they would teach you how to be the best you. Yeah. You know, and they had us all standing in the front, you know, with our chest post, you know, doing this Superman stand. I'm just like, this <laughs> yeah. is stupid. You know, oh, I'm so glad well, I don't go to the before place. you go in the meetings, you just do your pose and just tell everybody that, you know, tell yourself that they're serious. You're, but a lot of the stuff was good. Sure. You know, a lot of it was good stuff. But I always thought, OK, how does this help me in ministry? Hmm. You know, if it's going to help me here, it's got to help me over here, too. You know, and so I try to like. um uh, always compare that even with that, that that young lady that put millions of bottles on every year like okay that also you know it turns over into the church yeah i know? always think of the story about um the, the three guys who got the different amounts of talents one you got one one guy got five the other guy got 10 i think about that like a lot uh where you know so the guy who had 10 he doubled them and the the master comes back says good job and the guy who has five he doubled them and the guy says good job and then the guy who has one he doesn't do anything to it he just gives him the one talent back and the guy calls him i think he calls him wicked and lazy mm-hmm. if i'm not mistaken yeah but so so like the guy who had 10 he doubled them so he made 10 more and the guy said good job and the guy who had five he doubled them so he made five more and uh the guy says good job but the guy who had 10 he did twice as much as the guy who had five but they both got the same, uh, like reward. Yeah, the same reward. Yeah. And so I think about like the guy who had ten. Like if he had only made five more, that would have been the same amount as the dude at five. They both did the same, but the guy who had ten, I think he would have said, you know, you didn't, you didn't do enough. You didn't right. do it right. Like 
he probably would have called him a wicked and lazy guy. Yeah. Even though he made five, and also the dude who had one didn't even get any more. They both would have been equally as bad. So I think about that story a lot, mm. especially when it comes to like. I never thought about it like that. I always just I always thought about it from the guy with the one. No, it's just like it doesn't. The whole point of the story is like it doesn't really matter how much you're called to do. It's just you're supposed to do that much. That much. Yeah. Yeah. Whether you do less, if you do, if you do anything less than it, you know, you didn't do it. If you did anything less than what God gave you, yeah, you didn't. Even if it's way more than somebody else. I like it. Preach, brother. Yeah. I learned, I think about that story so much. (laughs) And it applies. I never, like, it applies so many different So if you ever hear me preach that, yeah, there you go. It's mine. I mean, it's in the Bible. (laughs) It's yours. It's everybody's story. But yeah, Uh, I think that applies with this. You know, maybe you were, if, if we bring it back to the music thing, you know, maybe you were just supposed to play guitar that one time a month in that place. And God was going to use that however it was. Or maybe you're supposed to be selling out arenas around the world. You know, whatever it is and anywhere in between. Like, if you don't do that much, you didn't do what his will was for your life. Right. That's funny that you say that because at the end of this, they ask uh, the caller, another caller calls in and they ask him, you know, like, say, what's next? You know, he, he's putting a project out now. Yeah, and they always want to know what's next. Yeah, like, hey man, I, I just I just <laughs> been in the lab for you know eight, yeah. you know eighteen months doing this right. project, you know, yeah, yeah. and they already wants to know what's next. Well, they listen to it, you know, in forty five minutes. Yeah, yeah, they're done. Just like we were talking about <laughs> yeah. earlier, like yeah. so much information is coming out. Uh-huh. Um, but he was just like, man, it's you know, I'm still going to do music, but it's my time to sit back and like put these people on the platform that I built. Now this is the next generation's time, and then he starts naming off like six or seven artists that he's he's signed to his his label, so yeah. he can promote them, you know. And I think that's just what you're talking about, yeah. you know. He's taking the talents that God has given him. Uh, now he's pr- promoting the next generation. Yeah, so good for him. Yeah. Very good. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the. I think we're that's over all, an man. Hour, man. Yeah, over an hour. So I think we're good. Nobody else wants to listen to us over an hour. So I mean, well, if you want, if you had any more advice about uh, taking kids or <laughs> where to get them, how long to hold on to them, I, I think we could throw that okay, in real no, quick. We let's, got a let me just time. clarify on that. Yeah. Okay, if you're going to take them, keep them. <laughs> and can I end it right there? And <laughs> we love you. <laughs> Refuge Project.